Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's easy to get lost in the latest true crime podcast. Or your favorite binge-worthy show. But what about your own story? That's the most important story of all. And therapy helps you write it. BetterHelp Therapy is 100% online and designed to be convenient and flexible enough to squeeze in between the next episode on your list. Get started today at BetterHelp.com slash pause for 10% off your first month. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm, doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Jonathan Pierce. Terry Alderton. Do you like shoes, madam? And friends. <laughs> JP and T, the football friendly. Hello, everybody. Welcome, JP and T, the football friendly. Mr. Terry Alderton, have you been out gigging? Uh, I've been out and about. Actually, not too adventurous this week. I've not been too adventurous. Been laying on my fat backside, watching a bit of football, actually. People watching a bit of football. Uh, we're late in the day, people. We know that. Uh, we usually do Mondays, but we've had two bank holidays, so we've kind of we thought we'd do a roundup show today. Jonathan oh, well Pierce. Done. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, <laughs> I'm running. I'm running the show, so. <laughs> Paul, Paul, mu- Paul, he's, he's disappeared. He <laughs> pulled Daniels. Paul That's Daniels magic. Like- he's gone. <laughs> And he's got a puff of smoke. Oh, what a weird, what? weird week since I since we last with you. I've I seen did, Brighton. I, I did some homework. Brighton against Manchester United. Unbelievable Brighton were. Then I went to Bournemouth, <coughs> Chelsea. Chelsea got the win. Bournemouth didn't play badly at all, but they made mistakes at the back. 
What a good season they've had under Gary O'Neill. What a recovery. Then I did a, a couple of games at the weekend uh, on Sunday and WSL and, and then PSG struggling towards the light. More on that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Then, then, I, then I did Five Live, which I love doing, Terry. I love doing the radio. I did that on Monday. Having done my homework on Brighton, I watched them absolutely smashed by Everton. Dwight McNeil's performance on the left for Everton was one of the best I've seen by any individual this season. They were unbelievable. And now I'm getting ready for West Ham against Alkmaar whose manager, Pascal Janssen's mother, Sue Challoner, mm-hmm. used to sing for a band in England called Spooky and Sue. I've tried to look them up. Spooky and Sue. Spooky and Sue. You do your Anyone own jokes, people. Spooky and Sue. You do your own jokes, people. Um, Spooky and Sue. Hey, yeah, she played I, for Spooky I, and Sue. You, you think they're Dutch? Oh, is that, uh, is that Dutch? <laughs> He's like, he's like, glass eating you did. Hey, I tell you what, how can it go? How can Bright? How can? How, how many people are out of Brighton? How many players are out of their first starting their starting main eleven? Uh, what my point is here, Mister Pierce, is mm. why have they gone from win, 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 win to then start to have silly loss, loss, loss losses? Well, but they, then beat Man United. Very strange. They looked. They looked on Mondays if the Man United game had taken a lot out of them. They were they're without Feltman. They haven't got a right back at the moment uh, through injuries. Um, they played really poorly in the first half. But they looked mentally and physically jaded. Ferguson came back for them. He, that's a bright moment because he's been out injured and you know I still think they can make Europe I've got a funny feeling they'll get a result at Arsenal and I've got a funny feeling they'll get a result at Newcastle and seven points at this point seven points as we speak that's the difference so we'll see what uh, that comes to uh, you know I I still think they'll they've got to Aston Villa on the last day and if they avoid defeat Aston Villa on the last day I think they need five more points to get into Europe something like that so uh, I've got the league table in front of me but I still think they can do it um, it's, it, seven it's, seven, it's seven points seven points seven points deserving um, they would be to get into into you know they've only got to finish seventh to get into Europe and um, it's, a, and it's, the, an in, it's an interesting end just to cut you in because I'm getting bored with what you're saying um <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting end because teams like I kept saying West Ham in my opinion to my West Ham friends you only need to win one, one more game I didn't think it would be Man United that that, would, that one more game would be and then you see like I just said about Brighton then all of a sudden it's it's and then of course Villa then getting beat by uh, Wolves there's all these funny little results happening now isn't it it's like wheels are falling off in little in other little individual battles if that makes any sense yeah people but the other thing is Terry people say oh now Wolves are safe you know they'll be on the beach now Bournemouth are safe they'll be on the I don't see I don't see that you know every every position up the table you get more money for your football yeah. club yeah. Some, for some clubs that's really important and uh, some clubs have got individual targets in mind like club point record in the Premier League or whatever so I don't, I don't really see that our league isn't the Premier League isn't like other leagues around Europe where you can get that tailing off effect you can still get weird results right until the end and we, and we mm. will continue in this weird world that we live in and touched on it there right at the top what a weird world we live in PSG is always a soap opera I do them a lot in French football for BT it's such a soap opera and on Sunday night we were asked a question what will happen to Messi the club abandoned for two weeks to fulfil his South, Saudi Arabian promotional contract I think he gets 25 million a year for that um, he needs a few coppers Messi wonderful player I've really, really enjoyed <laughs> watching I've been privileged to commentate. Privileged to commentate. For me, he's, he's the best of all time, and um, now he is. Now he's won a World Cup, and uh, and now to, and we we were asked. Clive Allen and I were asked what what we thought was going to happen. Would he go back to Barcelona? The finances don't marry up. We said he'd go to Saudi Arabia. Uh, and what is it, Terry? Eight million a week. He's going to get over, to go over there. Eight this, million a week. Is this what the, the, the is this what they're talking about? Yeah. 
So you'll go so, over there, and if, if, if you know, the question was to break Ronaldo's appearance record and goal scoring record in the Champions League, he'd need two more years in that competition. Well, who was going to give him a two year contract at a club that would be playing in the Champions League at his age? Um, he's had the time, he has a little bit of time in, in, in France. He wouldn't get that time in the Premier League. The Premier League, I think, would rush around him. It's too quick mm. um, at this stage. Barcelona just because they've got to cut back on a lot of wages and to, to satisfy financial fair play, then then they, how can they take him on? Are they saying, oh, well, we'll make more money on the shirt sales and more money on media rights? They've sold off a lot of their media rights in the future. They can't marry up the finances. I don't think that will happen. He can't play. People say, well, he can go there and pay for free. He can't. It's against the rules. I think it's a 100,000 euro minimum, something like that. In, really? In, in a year in Well, it's against rules. the rules that you can't not pay someone they can go actually I'll just play for nothing and they go no, you can't, can't do that you've got, to get, you've got to pick underground a week up I mean I imagine there's ways around it but I don't think I don't think it's going to happen uh, that, uh, yeah wow. there's a minimum I think there's a minimum minimum wage in, in all in all uh, top you know top leagues now so yeah, he's not going to go back there. I, I don't didn't know. A minimum, wage, a minimum wage was uh, a forced wage. I mean, it's quite, a, it's quite funny. Quite, I don't get that. We're talking of that as well. Larissa as well is is uh, off his, off his, uh, off his Tottenham number one spot by the sounds of things, and off to Saudi Arabia as well. Yeah, there's something not right at Tottenham. Once they, you know, when something they lost the Newcastle right the week. Yeah, but there's something not right in the dressing room now. That you know, the reaction he, he went off at halftime at Newcastle. Correct. Said there was a muscle injury, but there seems that words coming out, dressing room factions, and fingers being pointed at one another. It's a drastically unhappy place. Whoever goes in there has got a very difficult job, I think, to get him into the top four next season. You know, and who's it going to be? Is it going to be the fella from? He came out of Bayern Munich, I don't know. They've lost Pochettino now. That would have been a good fit for me. He's a lot, really, really top man, Terry. I've been lucky enough to meet him and spend time with him, Pochettino. Yeah, he's a lovely man. And uh, he's steeped in football. He loves his football. He's got a good team around him and he would have been ideal. He goes into, you know, that other soap opera club now, Chelsea, although apparently that's not a done deal. There's... He needs reassurances in there, I'm told. What reassurances is he going to get from a an owner that wants to to run it like a you know like like you know you, like you'd run your action man set at home you know you want you want another you want another accessory for action man you go out and buy mm. one but no one else can play with your action man it's just you know it's just yeah, yeah, weird so setup the, it, the world of football's it, weirder and we're getting weirder and weirder I don't like it I think the world is getting weirder and weirder but that's a whole different podcast Terry uh, I, I, I when the first whistle blows to the last whistle I love it. And I can't walk past a park without seeing a game of football standing like you standing yeah. watching it for two or three minutes. But the the rest yeah, no, of the no, absolute, no, no, in a wonky way, of course. The, the absolute <laughs> oh, bollocks look, around football, football. All, all the yeah, all the um, all the bollocks around it. The you know the wages. I mean, that's eight million. But people people are starving in the UK, let alone around the world. And wow. Eight million pound a week is obscene, and it's oh, well, just that, well, another way of sports washing. It's sports washing the. The political problems and the the inequality in, in Saudi society, just as Qatar, the World Cup, sports washed the terrible situation there. Um, you know, yeah, the but the, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, but you can't just blame one country. I think it all goes on, doesn't it? I mean, eight million a week is ridiculous. Uh, to the fact as well, you've got to earn a hundred grand is equally is ridiculous. I um, I just want to turn to uh, European affairs very quickly. Mm. 
I'm going to go long way around about this because that's the way I do it. But um, it was it was an enthralling uh, experience as a neutral to watch Forest and Southampton in the most scrappy, terrible game of football, which was brilliant. And then cut to uh, obviously Real Madrid and Man City to an absolute piece of genius. It was like watching art. The it was difference. fantastic, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was like unbelievable a piece of goals art. as well. Two the fantastic what about Emerson goals. save at the end as well? Oh, terrific! That save at the, from Shushi Many, <laughs> not too shi Many. Not too many. You can't shoe get his name You've never been able to get his name. Shushi Many. Sure Many. Sure Many. Too many shoes. Uh, what a save! Shoe. I mean, too, what a save! What a game! What a yeah. game! And how emotional was Kevin De Bruyne when he scored that goal? He seemed, oh, you know, he was crying, he was so he? emotional, he was crying, it, yeah. It he was, was so, so, so I mean, he looked up to the Man City fans, he seemed yeah. to me to be like a million miles in the sky. They were so far up. Yeah. And I've, do you know, I've never been there. I've never oh, been to the Bernabeu. Oh, oh, never I've been, been there. there. I've been up and down those stairs. Never of course I have. I broke in. I just broke it and had a look round. What's going on behind the goal there, by the way? Did you notice they they're still Yeah, they're still rebuilding it. Still, that's the last bit to be done. Uh, in the same way that, um, you know, when Barcelona, this is another thing about Barcelona, they're moving out of the new Camp. They're moving into Montjuic, the Olympic Park. I'm not too sure whether people really? realise that. Well, the Bert, well, um, the new Camp is uh, rebuilt as well. Or not completely rebuilt, you know what I mean? Modernised inside. So a lot of these grounds, these big grounds, San Siro is another one, are way behind the Tottenham Hotspurs of this world in terms of uh, money-making ability with suites and rooms and bars and all this sort of stuff. They can't you know, they can't make enough money on match days to compete with the English, uh, with the big English grounds. So that's where they're doing it all. But uh, that's another interesting strand to Barcelona. I don't know, I don't know how they get away with it. In terms, because they've got no money, so I don't really understand. They what, seem to what, drag, drag up money from somewhere. What happened to that money situation while you're on that score? No, I don't. Know. I can't. I can't what, say. What happened? Oh, what do you mean you can't say? Because you don't. You know. Well, I, I, you're I don't not know. allowed to say. No, oh. I just don't know. I don't think anyone knows. All of a I sudden they were they, listening. They, That's what it was. I no, thought it was a case no, of they're listening. I can't. You know, they say. haven't got. They haven't. They haven't got any money. You know, they can't buy players. Oh, hang on a minute. They bought players. They can't sign players. Oh, hang on a minute, they sign players. That sounds like the British Army, doesn't it? When they go, they, oh, you, what, in the news they go, they're laying off the army. We're laying off the army. Then you cut to the adverts. <laughs> Join the army. <laughs> You're like, what? You know, they, they, uh, Chuan Laporte seems to come up with these ideas, leverage ideas, to um, bring in players. And as I said before, they, they do it on potential revenue they can make from a player while he's there in terms of... Uh, sponsor, great sponsorship. Yes, they get, you know, if they got Messi back, they get huge sponsors for him there. I'm no doubt about it whatsoever. And, you know, they, they, they talk about making the money up on the shirt sales. They'd have to, everyone in the world, I would imagine, would have to own a Messi shirt to comply mm. with that sort of money. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand the finance of, of Barcelona, Real Madrid, they've always said he's been backed by sort of crown historically. Um, whether that's true or not, I don't know these days, but um, they're the biggest club in the world financially and and in terms of global support. I don't understand that you know Italian football's a mess financially. Who's yeah. going to investigate that? This is the job of FIFA and there's to also, police all this. There's all the, the, the gambling again, isn't there? There's all that's come up as well. Yeah, but this, Terry, it's the job of FIFA and UEFA to police all this. Mm. They won't go in and fully investigate Italian football. You know, they won't go and investigate fully financial fair play. It's not on a level footing, and and, and it won't. You know, you see, you're hearing 
you're hearing football fans now singing the song the Premier League is corrupt. It's an allegation that I don't agree with, but they're singing it because that's the perception. They In Europe, UEFA is corrupt. You hear that song. Again, it's an allegation I don't agree with, but mm. it's it's the perception of it uh, because it, the game isn't being policed and it needs to be policed properly. Otherwise, we'll be in a situation we are in the UK where all of a sudden the government comes in and has, an, has a, a hand in it. And what other people don't, what people don't realise about that as well, well, quickly on the subject, there's a FIFA regulation that if a government is seen to be taking too much uh, hands-on activity with the domestic football association, FIFA can ban that country. And it's designed really to stop uh, politically, um, one way or another, dictatorships or communist regimes or whatever, having a real hands-on effect to the to the extent of possible corruption in domestic football. That's what it's designed for. Mm. But on the say, if, if FIFA turn around and say, "Well, hang on, the UK government is now having a real say in the running of the of the game," it, it is a possibility. I don't think it will happen, but that if, is a if possibility. the UK government get to say what's happening in the game, <laughs> there'll be potholes everywhere. Well, they are, aren't they? With this, with this I new mean, thing that's that, come in, you know, they can they can have a say. Well, that's metaphorically speaking, it's, it'll be a, it'll be a shit shower. Is my point. Um, yeah. So, just uh, moving on to the lower leagues, uh, Luton, um, uh, you know, could come up now. This is wow. interesting because, of course, I feel we have a split thing really, but I feel sorry for Jonesy over this, Nathan. You know, he must be kicking himself. I mean, once bitten, and he's done it again. You know, fool me once. And then he's walked away from Luton again. And now, look, that's his team that are right teetering, right on the edge, in the playoffs, of course. But then they're saying, uh, is the stadium going to be all right to go in the Premier League? Now, it was all right for the first division, wasn't it? But maybe not the Premier League. Why is that? Oh, lots of, lots of reasons. Um... I know the lots of reasons, but go, you tell me. All right, the one fact, of the reasons. The fact that, is, that, that, if you've, no one's ever been to the Luton ground in Kenilworth Road, that when the away end, you walk through people's gardens... I mean that's where it's yeah, at. You walk and that's not you a walk joke. Un- underneath their houses. You walk. Well, you, you walk. You walk. They're in their terms. gardens. It's crazy. You walk on these little. I mean, don't go in their gardens, but you're on a bridge that goes through people's gardens. It's very peculiar. It's a very old-fashioned, tight-knit in in between Victorian houses. So, yeah, it's brilliant. They're in the playoffs, by the way. They've done fantastically. Oh, it's well. phenomenal. Where they are, and I'd love but, to see. I'd love to see them do well. But go on. Why? Why is one, the one of the reasons? The, the, the only reason I can, from my point of view, is the the TV facilities aren't good enough. Um, I worked there last year when Luton played Chelsea. Uh, you have to go up a vertical ladder to get onto the gantry, which mm. I don't think is these days acceptable health and no. safety. Um, you the, the the gantry <laughs> position you, you're too tight to the near touchline. Um, it's not, not a great. It's not, not great many position. positions either. I imagine for the world of Europeans and American yeah. commentators and what have you. That's right, because people again, are people aware of this fact that the Premier League games you've got the the Americans are there every every week. You frequently uh, the French are there, the Scandinavians are there. TV. How many of you, Jonathan, when you're sitting up there? How many of you would say is the regular the regular the circus that is there? From all over the place. Well, if it's, if it's a massive game, game, if it's a massive game, let's say it's at Arsenal, there'll be there'll be with with the you you'll have Arsenal. Say it's Arsenal Man City, you'll have Arsenal TV Man City. TV, Sky or BT, BBC, you'll have the, the Americans, the Scandinavians, the French. There might be another couple of countries there all along the big gantry. Then down below in the press box, it'll be packed uh, because of the interest now in the Far East, in Japan and, and South Korea. You know, representatives from there. Um, it's 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 completely If I went to watch, I did England, uh, tour with England in 1991. 
to New Zealand, Malaysia and Australia, there were 12 of us on, on that <laughs> trip. That, that's it, just 12. Right. That, include, that includes that, that included a TV cameraman, I believe, mm. and, and, and an engineer. So there were just 12 of us, you know. Um, the world has changed like that and football has changed. A lot of it has changed for the better. Uh, some of it has changed for the worse. Let me go back to what you were talking about. Southampton against Nottingham Forest for the new... Oh, yeah, yeah. Bing, we, bang, we, bing, we... bing, bang, bong, bing, bang, bong, bing, basketball game. But the quality was very poor. Very, very poor. Very we, poor. Look, 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 look at this, how we went back to that. That's great. We went off that, and we went round to Luton, and now we've got... You've just... Great. And, uh, yes, it was. Uh, it was a game of... It was... It, I don't even know what it was. It was raining. It was a mess. There were two awful football teams. But Forrest managed to just pull it all together, and, and obviously then, you know, if you get one, you'll get four kind of thing. I'm not sure about the offside. I like the celebration, though. Yeah, I think that you know I'm there. I'm at St Mary's on on Saturday, and I think that'll be the, the sort of final rights for Southampton in the Premier League. Uh, they play Fulham at home. You've got to look back three or four years ago. You know, uh, I heard this on the radio this this week. It's not my it's not my idea, although I agree with it. You know, three or four years ago, they were they were held up as the model of the model football club, like Brighton are at the moment. This is how the way to do it: produce youngsters, sell them off, get a lot of money in. Uh, and it was the conveyor belt of talent, wasn't it? St Mary's is mm. a conveyor belt of talent. You've got to hit. You've got to do that. You've got to do that exceptionally well all of the time, um, and reinvest and reinvest. Yeah. And, and not bring not bring if, those players back when they're, when they're finished. It, if you don't do it, then then you're going to struggle at some stage. Yeah. The club's been mismanaged for the last eighteen months or so. They should have kept Ralph Hassan Tuttle for me, um, without without a shadow of a doubt. You know, he he suffered huge defeats, picked them up. Got them going again. They were on a bad run. I'm absolutely convinced Ralph Hasenhuttl would have kept them in the Premier League. The appointment of Nathan Jones, I know he's your mate, but that was bizarre for me. I don't think he was media protected by the club, and uh, so he went out on a limb and, and appeared to be some, you know, strange individual. And he's, you know him better than that. And uh, you know, it, it just I, I don't think the players were having him from the from day one. And uh, and then this fella, I think he looks quite distinguished. He's got a little bit of improvement out of him, but they they're not no, going to stay up. That's and... that's the wrong appointment as well. They, I, I think you're right. I, look, Southampton fans will argue the toss majorly here, but yeah, the Ralph was. Uh, but, but I don't see it week in week out, so they might be going. Get yeah, no, He's an awful manager. But I, I don't who else know. is going to go down, Terry? Um, who else? I I think. Uh, hold on, let me get the tables. I think we're. Um, I think we're pretty much there with that bottom three. Let me um, just have a look. Let me just have a look. Oh, because I'm looking on my screen here. Right, the bottom three this as it stands is Leicester, Leeds, and Southampton. Leicester, how they're in that position with the players they've got is quite something, isn't it? I mean, that goes to show you you can spend what you want, but. You don't. You got to put a team together. I mean, we've said it so many times on here. Uh, I think Leicester. I think Leicester will get out. They might sneak it actually. I so think. I think it, I've got a funny feeling they'll get a point against Liverpool on Monday. I think well, Leicester it's might. stranger things have happened. Like I said about West Ham. I mean, you, I knew West Ham would get one more win. I knew they would be safe, uh, but I never thought it'd be Man United. So there you go. And who's right, going to go down, Terry? Who is going to go down? Well, looking at the table. I think for, I think West Ham are out of it definitely. Uh, I would say they don't. Well, I would say they're definitely, but maybe not. Um, I think I think West Ham are out of it. I think oh, they're Forest. Clear. They're, they're clear. Thirty five. Thirty five will be enough. They've got thirty seven. For, Forest are going to have to do. They're going to have to do more than a point. I would think. 
I think they're going to have to do them all with a point because I know you were saying to me yesterday about Leicester, weren't you? You were saying you reckon they're going to get four points. I think Leicester will get a point against Liverpool. I've just got a funny feeling they'll, they'll get a point against Liverpool because they were so poor the other day, Leicester, and I think they'll beat West Ham on the last yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of game... I don't think West Ham are going to be fighting for survivors, I've just said then. So, yeah, and it's the kind of game I can see West Ham losing. I know that's a ridiculous thing to say, but in my head, yeah, that could be definitely... that. That's definitely going to be the four points. I think I can Stranger. see... I- I mean, they've got Newcastle to play. I mean, it's all... Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? You you just don't know. They could go and get nine points. I can see see Leeds winning at West Ham United because West Ham will be... West Ham will have been involved in the the Europa Conference (laughs) semi-final against AZ Alkmaar. And I can see Tottenham dropping points at Leeds on the last day of the season. I can see Leeds and Forest and, and Leicester all finishing around about 34 points, Mark. Um, you know, it is really exciting, but I'm going to go for Forest and Leeds and Southampton as my three. Ooh. And for Europe... <laughs> yes, he disagrees. And uh, <laughs> Well, we're the only podcast that's got dogs as well. Go on. The chase for Europe, I think that defeat by Manchester United yep. was a bad one for... Uh, the defeat by Everton for Brighton was a bad one um, because I had them finishing um, uh, above... Originally in the running, I had them finishing like this. Liverpool fifth, 69, Villa 61, Brighton 60, Tottenham 57 and Tottenham missing out on Europe. But then, you know... Uh, Brighton have lost that game against Everton I think they now need to get something at, at, at Arsenal and that will put them right back in there they go to Villa on the last day of the season That's gonna. they don't want to go to Villa needing everything but then I had Villa picking up a point at Wolves and they lost there so it's all topsy-turvy I still think That's what I'm saying. Uh, I still think Brighton will get into Europe possibly in seventh place uh, in the conference it's whether or not Tottenham will get into Europe because their games to come Aston Villa this weekend away is massive whoever wins that will get into Europe I think then they got Brentford at home. I think Brentford are capable of getting a point there, and that leads United away game for Spurs. Given where Spurs are at the moment, I think they'll lose that game. Spurs mm. could yet miss out on Europe. Yeah, I, I fancy Liverpool to beat Villa actually, and I fancy Villa to beat Brighton. So I, I'm going to be disagreeing with you on that. But oh no, Liverpool! Get, Liverpool, Liverpool finish fifth, sorry. Liverpool finish fifth. You know, there's any point between them. Oh, they've got a game in hand over Manchester. Uh, Li- Liverpool will get a draw at Leicester. They'll beat Villa at home and they'll win at Southampton on the last day. They'll, if they'll if that's all true, that'll just be. That, this is going to be the greatest gambling show of all time. Sixty-nine points. Sixty-nine points. Hee haw, hee haw, hee haw. Um, let me ask you a question. Um, I'm going to. Uh, what is that cup? What is that conference cup nonsense? What is it? No, I, look, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of it. If it's got enough for Jose Mourinho to win, he, he was determined to win it last year with Roma. That's and, what's uh, been said to me. If Roma have won it, it'll do for me. I've and, got nothing against it. I'd love to see West Ham go on and win it, but I don't, I don't really understand what cup is. Well, listen, I, I heard on Talk Sport this week. Oh, this they were saying, it's oh, going to be true well, then. Well, West West Ham, you know, West Ham, of course, they're going to win it because they want to win it because they've never won anything in Europe. Well, what about the Cup Winners' Cup in the sixties? Yeah. I think you'll find they were the Six, first. Were they not 60, the first English team to win a game? Sixty-five, wasn't it? They've won it. They've won a Europe. Spurs might have actually beaten for that, but uh, look, West Ham have won in Europe. They won the Intertoto. This means a hell of a lot to them 
safety and winning a European trophy, all right, they didn't expect a season of safety. They thought they'd be higher at the table. Mm. But now, safety and winning a European trophy is is terrific. They've got to play AZ Alkmaar, who are actually above them in the UEFA coefficient by three places, would you believe? But uh, they're, I think they're fourth in the Dutch league. Um, I think West Ham will have too much over the, over the two legs. Um, there's Fiorentino waiting possibly in the final. But mm. the main thing about it is it... it it, it's a competition that needs to believe in itself. UEFA need to believe. They've created the Conference League. They need to believe in it. And to believe in it, they can't be given the final to stages that hold 22,000, 23,000, which is right. in, in, in Prague, Prague, isn't it? They've yeah. got 4,000 allocation for the two finalists. So West Ham United, with home capacity of 60, will go to will have 4,000 tickets for the final. 4,000 for each team. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's uh, eight. I think there's eight thousand for the locals and the rest of the, the UEFA family. You know, it. it I just, I, what they've done is Terry. They've gone for they've gone for a ground like that, thinking, all right, we might have you know lesser teams in Europe um, get into the final. Teams from countries that don't normally have a, uh, clubs in, in European finals, they'll be there. So therefore, it's it's size effective for that. But you have to be. Big up your tournaments. You have to put them in a decent final place, and it's not. It's not a venue that. It's not a venue that will serve its purpose. There, they have to believe in this tournament. Yeah, it's the third tournament. They believed in the Cup Winners' Cup when it was there. The Cup Winners' Cup at one stage, when West Ham won it Shut back up. in the sixties, was was regarded much higher than the what was the than the Fairs Cup became the UEFA Cup became the Europa League. They believed in the Cup Winners' Cup. They p- promoted the Cup Winners' Cup. They've got to do this and. and Get over the mentality, oh, you're in the Europa or the conference, therefore it's Sunday football. So what? It won't be long before football, Premier League football, is being played on every night of the week. Mark my words. Yeah, 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 yeah. So forget, we don't want to play on Sunday. You'll be playing every day of the week. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> not not eight, each team will play on every day of the week. I don't mean that, but you'll... Yeah, but can you imagine There will, be, there will everyone, be football on every day of the week. That'll be like hockey in Canada. They got hockey on all the time. That's a terrible Canadian accent. I don't know even what one it was. I've dropped my pen. Hold on, I'll be back. Oh, old oh, man noises. Yeah. Ah. Well, there we are. That brings us. Uh, that brings us. Well, there's no friends this week, by the way. You probably realise that we're at the end of the podcast, and there's no friends. We haven't got any friends. We've got no friends. We've got dogs that keep whining. Shut up. Uh, the, only, the, the only the only other beings on earth we actually talk to as friends. We talk to each other. Talk to Terry each other. talks to the people in his head. We've gone yeah. on about that in mm. previous podcasts. Yeah. And then we and then we have conversations with our dogs. That's it. With yeah. that. We're That's sad. it. That's it. That's our very lives. sad. Well, you know us. this light on my head. Oh, he does it every time. Don't you know this light over my head. Yes. Is is that the sunshine coming in? Or uh, uh, am I in heaven? Yeah. What you can't am I see. Gone? <clears throat> have I gone? Maybe we're both in heaven. Oh, oh dear! We he's just got a light shining through the window behind his head, and it looks like he's got a halo. They can't see it. He's waving. It's a podcast. They wouldn't really realise. Look at him. He's dancing and everything. Look, thanks for listening. You can get us on JPNT uh, on Twitter. No, you can get us JPNT football on Twitter. Oh Are you God. gigging this weekend? Big I'm, doing, I'm doing a little thing tonight. I'm going out. I'm going into London. I don't do it. Like, I don't like doing London gigs anymore. I I'm so. I so can't be bothered. I'm only doing. I'm gonna go out on. Um, I'm gonna go out on. Uh, she's walked in again. Look. I need my shampoo. Missed. Ah, oh, voice. We've got a star. We've got a guest. <laughs> she won't come. She ain't have a bloody clue. 
Oh, right, what was I saying? Oh yes, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm going. I'm going out on Friday. I'm going to go to a, a bit of a knees up, and then um, that's me. That's me. That's List- me. <laughs> People watching this, they're not watching this. They won't be thinking, watching what it. What's going on? What's yeah, going on here? It's all right. My wife just walked in my in in the room, and Jonathan. And she waved waving, at me, and they were waving at each other. It was really weird. Uh, listen, we've got a capital gold reunion coming up. What? I know. It's Friday the 2nd of June. I'm not going to tell you where. I'll tell you privately where. We can't put it on the podcast, so because 60 million people will turn oh, up that night. Oh, they will. They will. They will. They will. Uh, they will. And when's the Football Writers do, by the way? The 25th of May. That's the Football of the Year Award, everybody. And, Football uh, of the I'm Year Award. I'm lucky enough to have a table there. Well, I'm not lucky enough to pay for it, but um, I'm lucky yeah. enough to have my vote. And... Uh, I voted this season for Erling Haaland. Has to be. The way he's conducted himself is, you know, you can't not vote for Erling Haaland this year. Others have got their claims you can't. But the the, the goalkeeper, I've voted the women's one, I voted for um, the Manchester United goalkeeper and not um, other star names because I think she's made a massive difference to them this season. So there you are. Anyway, they'll be celebrating there on the Thursday night on uh, 25th of May, I think. 25th of May. 25th of May. All right. Okay. Well, um, we'll uh, we'll be back hopefully as normal Monday with a friend, not just talking to each other. And uh, thanks for listening. As always, uh, I'm Terry Alderson. That's Jonathan Pierce. And uh, Can I add one more before we go? Oh, fuck. It's a true story. Go on then. It's a true story. Go on. I was, I was just thinking in my head, you could be the friend, you could do the different accents, you could be someone, you could be Sir Alex or someone like that. Listen, we get to the World Cup final in 1990. It was a big sponsored affair in 1990. And uh, Capital Gold, and we had, we had a massive sponsorship deal, so we had to do all these bulletins three times an hour, I think it was, something like twice an hour all through the day. So we had to have little in, in, injects of... Uh, audio interviews with people though it's Argentina Germany in the final while England were there and Scotland were there we we're having great fun interviewing everyone they of course we've run out now haven't we we've got to get German voices on and Argentine voices on I was there with a lad called Mick Lowe's Germans were fantastic you go to the press conferences go to the team hotel they we had all the Germans they were brilliant brilliant Jürgen Klinsmann led the way they're fantastic can't get can't get anything out of the Argentines can't get anything out of them at all no access very very difficult didn't speak English what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and uh I think it was low. It might have been low. It might have been gone. You know, sitting on the end of the bed. Oh, it will be a very, very difficult <laughs> game against Germany. Like this, and I've gone. That's it. No, That's no, it. you didn't. Yeah, we did. No, you didn't. We did. And uh, Sanessi says it's going to be a very, very difficult game. Yes, very difficult game against Germany. They got good players. Klinsmann, very good player. Uh, very good. Bremer, very good player. You sound like, you sound like Blue Bowl. Anyway, yes. so there. So there. <laughs> he went on air, right? It went on air. <laughs> we made up the voices. <laughs> Back in the day, different world. Different world. Couldn't do it now. Uh- and you, you should have done get, it then, sorry. Shouldn't have done, done it then. But you did anyway. Can I can I wrap this podcast up now? <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye 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 everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.